It's the HDYC Podcast, episode 67. Hey, it's Scott, and I'm just reminding you that if you're still trying to figure out what it is that you want to be doing, and it's pretty likely that if you're listening to this podcast, you're still trying to figure out what it is that you want for your career, and that's okay, but we've got some tools for you, our free eight-day email course that helps you figure it out. You can do that just by texting HTYC to 38470. That's HTYC to 38470. Do it right now. Or you can visit figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co. This is right where a lot of people are at. It really, truly is. People kind of know that, hey, I've got all of these, I've got these things I'm looking at, and I know what the right one is for me, but I feel like there's all of these reasons why I can't or shouldn't go that way, and they feel guilty about it. Hey, we like to try lots of new things on this podcast, and in general, I like to encourage people to try lots of new things, so I figure I've got a toe the line too, so that's why we do so many new and different things on on this show, if you listen back to the last you know sixty plus episodes, then you kind of hear that we we've experimented a lot, we've changed a lot, and we've grown a lot <laughs> over the last you know nearly seventy episodes. Expect to do that in the future too. And in fact, it's so important to uh, me that yeah, that's that's one of the things that we've got as a rule at our house. Uh, for my family, you know, often it comes up at the dinner table and stuff like that. But yeah, that's, that's actually a rule that we have is try new things. Yeah. Family rule. And the whole reason we want to do that is we want to make sure that our kids, we've got three little kids, you know, Kenzie Camden and Grayson, you know, eight and under that we want to make sure that they're getting used to exposing themselves to new things and things that might be uncomfortable for them and things that might be new. Um, really early on and that they get used to that. So that's extremely important to us. Here's the funny thing about it though. It creates accountability for me and Alyssa because, uh, well, they throw it back in our face all the time and say, Hey mom, dad, try new things. So then we have to do it too. So, uh, kind of cool, but I want you to be able to do the same thing. I want you to be able to do new things as well. So I- I'm going to toe the line and set the example here. So this is a brand new episode. We're going to be answering some of the questions that I get really commonly, and it's a little bit different, but I think it's going to be fun, and it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. Take a listen. This has happened to your career. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and then make it happen. Whether you're looking to do your own thing or find your dream job, you've come to the right place. I'm Scott Barlow. Hey, we're back. It's Scott. So I told you that this is going to be a little bit of a different episode, and this is something I have wanted to do, but... I don't know. I guess been kind of a little bit scared to do for some weird reason for a long time. You start to you start to get comfortable. And this happens in careers too, right? So you start to get comfortable in your job. You start to get comfortable with what you're doing. And you're like, I don't want to shake it up, whatever. So let's shake it up. That's why you're here in the first place. You're here for a career change. You're here because you want to do work that you love. You want to do work that makes you 
it, you know, it, it makes you happy and, and it makes you, uh, well, quite frankly, it allows you to do what it is that you've got the potential to be great at and, you know, combines that with things that you enjoy. So yeah, let's do that. I think we're going to do the same thing here today. And what the way that I'm going to go about this is by answering some questions that I've answered for many other people over and over and over again. So I've taken literally some actual emails or actual comments and actual questions I've got out from a whole bunch of different places. And I'm just going to take a few of those and answer them here. And we're going to make it into a podcast episode. And I think that the reason that I wanted to do this is because I get the same types of questions over and over and over again. And, you know, that's, that's a good thing. Actually, the reason I think that's a good thing is because these are the real problems that you're having, or it's pretty likely that you're having if you're, if you're listening to this, uh, this show and, you know, I've, I've taken the time when I get these emails as much as I possibly can. I take the time to personally answer them. I can't answer all of them, but I read every single one of them. Um, and you know, it, it is, it's definitely something that I enjoy doing quite frankly. This is, this is one of the parts of my job that I, I just absolutely love. And you know, I'll, I'll share some of those answers with you and then share some of the stuff that, you know, isn't, isn't what I sent back that I would add to it that might be helpful. So, Here's one that I've gotten all the time. And I'm going to, on some of these, you know, I, that I don't know if, um, some of these people I, I know, you know, personally, and they become customers or, you know, students or other things like that. Um, some of them I, I don't know. So I'm going to change some of the names and location faces. I don't know, whatever. Um, so, okay, here we go. So this the first one's from, uh, we'll call her Jamie. So Jamie says, my, my biggest career challenge, well, my current job is totally draining me. I'm doing work that is completely opposite of what I like, and it's sucking the joy and energy right out of me. And I know I'd like to start my own business, but I'm unclear on how that actually looks. I'd like more clarity and confidence to really rev up that goal. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how. So, and she's clearly trying to figure out how to do this. So, you know, she she wants the freedom to create a business and you know life that uh, that she wants on her own terms, and it's her ultimate dream. And she says, "I'm fully committed to the new sets of challenges that would bring, as long as I'm doing work that I'm passionate about and makes a difference for others." Yeah, she says, "Right now, my joy sucking job is in accounting." And it's a complete mismatch. You know, I studied communications in college, but never quite figured out a clear career path upon graduation. And, you know, nothing really piqued my interest. I'm, I happened to this line of work via my sister's mother-in-law who worked at the company. And I was looking for full-time pay and benefits and gave it a shot. And it's been about five years now. And I've learned that this is pretty much what I don't want in work. So... And her question ends up being, what do I do? I'm in this space. What on earth do I do? So here's, here's one of the things that, and, and I get this type of question all the time. My response to her was something along these lines. My response was really all about, hey, look, if you figure out not just, uh, not just what it is that you want to do for work, but if you figure out what it is that you value and what it is that you want to do in your life, then it's a lot easier to choose your work. 
Um, especially, you know, in her case, she's looking for a type of, of business that she wants to own. So she's, you know, she's in a job right now and, you know, may make a transition to another job at, at some point, but ultimately her goal is she wants to, wants to own a business. Right. Um, and no matter what, she wants it to be in an area or doing the type of work that, you know, allows her to do some of the things that, that she loves. So people kind of get this, this confused a little bit. Actually, people get this confused a lot of times. They sort of attach, you know, what I'm doing with what I love. And what I mean by that is, you know, people looking at it and going, Hey, if I can just figure out what type of job title I'll love or what type of business I love, then I'll be able to be happy. And that's not how it works at all. Really, truly not how it works. And I, I struggled with this. I didn't understand this for a long time, but really instead, the way that it really works is you figure out what, um, you figure out what it is that you value and you figure out what it is that uh, that you enjoy and you figure out what you've got the potential to be great at and then really get very, very clear on those things. Then it becomes much, much easier to really see what might work for you. And it's not a, it's not a clear straight line. What doesn't happen is the clouds don't just part and it's like, oh, veterinarian, okay, that's perfect for me. Wow, I never knew that before. Instead, what happens is you get very, very clear on some of those softer things, and then all of a sudden, you start seeing opportunities everywhere that you didn't see before because you've been able to clear away all of the options that are out there and really narrow down and your focus to just those things that uh, that are really important to you, that you didn't even know were important to you until you spent the time to define that. So... Um, my, my advice to her is first of all, to get very, very clear on those particular things. And we, we got her enrolled in our, in our free course. Obviously that's something we recommend all the time because we've had hundreds of people go through that and had a really, really good feedback and we've been tweaking it. Um, yeah, we've, that, that's, that's a great way to go because it helps you get that clarity, but there's other ways to do that too. Like you don't have to use our, our free course. Um, yeah, uh, that other ways that uh, that you can do that are starting to ask yourself. And here's one of the exercises that's in the in the free course. But simply ask yourself, you know, what are the what are the types of things that I really enjoy from my past job? Because okay, so she says, Jamie says that. All right, you know, this is this is a joy sucking job, and I really don't like it. It's pretty much the opposite. But guess what? There's probably some things that she's learned that she is either good at or that she enjoys out of that job or maybe past jobs or maybe past other experiences too. There's probably some things in there, very small pieces that you know, liked or enjoyed. And what are they? And start to list those things out. And you can, we call this the past jobs exercise. We use this all the time because it helps provide at least the initial hints um, before you get clarity later. So to get some of these initial hints, you can literally take all of your past jobs, list out your past jobs, and then be able to say, okay, what are those things that I enjoyed? What are those things that I, um, what are those things that, uh, that I'm good at too? And then start asking yourself why, okay, what, or ask yourself, what is it that you enjoyed? Um, okay. So I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed being able to, um, work around other people that viewed me as an expert. You know, I really enjoyed that. Well, why did you enjoy that? Or what was it about that experience that you enjoyed? And then divvy down a layer. 
and, and start to pull back some of those things. And then that's what gives you those hints, like we we're talking about, to what really you're either great at or those things that you enjoy. And remember, we talk a lot about signature strengths on this show. You know, that's that's something that's uh, pretty normal. You've heard that term before if you've been a listener to Happen Your Career at All, you know, for any length of time. You know, signature strengths are really those that you combine, you know, those things that uh, that you do really enjoy, that you're passionate about with those things that you're very, very good at. And that's where that uh, that sweet spot is. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. And this is just a way to be able to get to some of those those hints. So this past jobs exercise. So that's one of the things in our free course. It goes through and, and tells you that in detail. But you can just do that just from the information I just gave you. Literally get out a piece of paper, write down all the jobs, or maybe even volunteer work or some of the big projects that you've had that might even be personal. Um, write those things down, list those things out, leave some space in between. And then underneath each one, write out, list those things that you enjoyed. What I enjoyed most was blah, blah, blah. Uh, what I enjoyed most was being able to communicate. What I enjoyed most was being able to have some freedom to create this particular thing. What I enjoyed most was, you know, you know, the type of interaction that I got with, with other people, you know, that made me feel good, whatever it is. And then, you know, start to pull back those layers. Well, why did you enjoy it? Or what did you enjoy about it? And then the other question to ask yourself is what do you feel like you were the best at in that job? So even if the job was terrible, what did you feel like you were the best at? Which there's something because even if, uh, even if, you know, you're not great at anything, there's still something in there that you were better at than not better at or whatever you want to call that. Right. So go ahead and, and, and put that down and then again, you know, why did you feel you're good at that? What specifically worked for you or what, what was it about that, that you thought you were good at? And that'll, that'll give you those, those hints and those clues again and again. So this is one that we use all the time, even in our, even in our paid program, um, figure out what fits. This is, this is a question that we use all the time or an exercise that we use on a regular basis because it helps, um, no matter where people are at, it helps sort of pare down these initial things to start to get to clarity. It's not the end all, but this is the way to be able to get started, which is exactly what I want to make sure that you, you have. So that's, that's sort of how that exercise works and it works really, really well done it with lots and lots of different people. And even if you get stuck on it, it can still get you at least a little bit closer than what you were before. You can start asking yourself why. Okay. So, you know, that, that was one of my responses to her. And, you know, I ended up sending her, you know, this, this type of exercise or a similar exercise where she could get clear on what her strengths were. And, you know, and the past jobs exercises is, is one way to do that. But, you know, I want to be able to share another one with you. Let me break in here and say that if you're overwhelmed trying to figure out what it is that you want to be doing, just text HTYC to 38470 and we'll enroll you in our short eight-day email course that helps you figure out what it is that you want to be doing and what you should be doing. Just text HTYC to 38470 and you can join hundreds of other people that have gone through this exact same email course. Okay, so this is, uh, we're going to call her Leah. And Leah's, Leah and I had been 
um, I think we were communicating over Twitter or something like that. And then she wrote me an email. So, you know, over Twitter, she had asked me the question of, okay, so what do you do when you're faced with, you know, two different options you know, going through? And, you know, her options were something like, hey, I can go get a, you know, I can go get a PhD, I want to say, in in this or some type of graduate degree. I can't quite remember, um, you know, in this, in, you know, I think it was biology and, you know, that's going to cost me X amount of dollars. Um, and I'm going to be much happier. It's the much cheaper route, or I can go get, you know, in the, in the medical field, I can go get, um, an ultrasound tech, you know, certificate or degree or whatever it happens to be. And I'm not really going to be all that happy. I can tell about that right now. Um, it's also going to cost like four times as much. So which direction should I go? So then, you know, she wrote the, me this follow-up email and, you know, said the main thing is I, I know I'll be happier in the, in the PhD in biology route. You know, that's obviously something she was looking for. It's going to be much cheaper. I'm, I'm concerned with finding work that's doing what I enjoy. I like the medical field, but I also have a great passion for environment and wildlife. You know, I feel like if I continue on the path to become an ultrasound tech, I wouldn't be using my areas of talent or interest. You know, the medical field is safe. It's almost a guarantee you'll find a job, but it will be an unpleasant schedule working every other holiday and every other weekend. I want to have that time for myself and my family. And, you know, she lists a bunch of things she wants, wants doing. Um, you know, I'm also not finding the satisfaction that I would thought I would see. I love helping people, but I feel like I'm not really contributing to anything on a large scale just by being an ultrasound tech. I feel like I know what I want to do, but I'm nervous to take the leap and do it for a few factors. Job security, financial work stability, and acceptance from my family who has always pushed me towards the medical field. How do I know I'll succeed or find a job that that's steady and pays well enough to support myself and my future family. You know, it's hard to say. So I love this for a couple of different reasons. First of all, this is, this is right where a lot of people are at. It really truly is. People kind of know that, Hey, I've got all of these, I've got these things I'm looking at and I know what the right one is for me, but I feel like there's all of these reasons why I can't or shouldn't go that way. And they feel guilty about it. You know, I think that's one of the words that uh, gets used a lot is, is feel guilty or I feel afraid because of all of these different reasons. And, you know, I sent her back an email that said something along the lines of, Hey, here's a couple of things to make you think about, because I don't really feel like I can answer you know, I don't really feel like um, I can just simply say, and I don't feel like I should simply say, oh, you need to go towards biology because blah, 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 blah. I don't need to get up all on my high horse. But what I can do is help provide things that can guide people to their own decision. Because until you come to your own decision, you know, it's somebody else telling you what you should do to be happy. And that's what everybody wants. But guess what? That never really actually works out. When you arrive at your own decision, that's what works. And you've arrived at your own decision because of, you know, because you understand what's going to be good for you, then that's one of the things that'll make you happy. Um, so I told her, you know, every single person that I know that has pursued a career because it's what they should do, you know, air quotes, should do because their family believes they should, or like, they feel it will be safe isn't truly happy with their choice. And, you know, that's definitely true. That's something I see over and over and over. I've got hundreds of emails from people that have done that exact same thing. 
uh, you know, that's, don't do that. Don't, don't do it because of somebody else tells you you should do. So, and Edgar wanted to tell her, you know, it isn't really surprising it when you think about it this way. What you're really doing is selling your time because that's the definition of a job, right? You know, if you go into a job, that's really what you're doing. You're selling your time and you can sell it for more or you can sell it for less depending on how valuable your skills are and also depending on how, um, how good you are at, at selling it. Um, so there's, you know, there's a couple of things that go into that. But you can really, I mean, you can do the exact same job. You can do it for sometimes a hundred thousand dollars difference, exact same job. And you know, throw out the example of you know you're you're the one who controls how you value and how you market and sell your skills. And this is this is really really true. So that means that in her case, she can she can be an ultrasound tech for forty five thousand dollars, or she can be an ultrasound tech for ninety five thousand dollars. You know, part of it's a little bit dependent on where you work, but a lot of it is dependent on what you're willing to accept, and you know, and what you are after. And same thing for in her case, you know, PhD in biology. I know PhDs that make you know thirty five thousand dollars or forty five thousand dollars. Uh, way too many on that end. In fact, also know plenty that make $95,000 or more. And, you know, you can, you can get both those degrees and you can completely not understand how to get a job or you can have difficulty getting a job or have no problem getting a job with either one. And, And that's reality. So it's much more important. It's much more important to decide which one you want. Because as soon as you decide which one you want, then you can go about the business of figuring out the best way to do that and the best way to do that in the way that you want it. So if you decide, hey, I want to be a six-figure earner and that's really, really important to me, then if I've got clarity on that, I want to I want to earn more than six figures. And this is something I actually did. I really wanted to make sure that I was earning six figures by the time I hit uh, 30 years old. That was <laughs> That was really, really important to me. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure where I latched onto that to be honest, but you know, that's something that, uh, that I wanted and, and that I did. So I, I set about a path and started figuring out uh, how am I going to do that? And then was able to accomplish that. So if you decide that's important to you, then you can go about the answering the question of how you're going to do that. But most people never get to that because they instead don't take the time to decide what's really important to them. So in her case, you know, it's completely dependent on her. And, you know, here's what I told her. I told her that I would guess based on the types of questions that she's asking, you know, both in, in our Twitter exchange and then, you know, and then in, you know, the emails and everything like that, that, you know, she's going to do this. She's going to take the time to educate herself on, on not just how she should get a job, but the type of job she actually wants to be doing. So if that's the case and she's willing and able and capable of doing that, then there's no reason why she shouldn't do the thing that she wants to do. And the reason I say that is because if you are unwilling to do the work to be able to get the type of job that you want, and you're unwilling to do the work that is going to get you where you want to go, that's a completely different story than if you know where you want to go and you're willing to do the work to be able to get there. 
And what was clear to me in my interaction with her is that, you know, she's, she's already done a ton of research on this stuff and she's already taken a ton of action. Like that was, that was very, very clear to me that, you know, she's got a track record of taking action on this stuff. So if she continues to take action and she continues to, um, you know, not give up to, to figure out how she's going to get to get these jobs, she's going to be just fine. And yeah, that's, that's where a lot of people are, are at. Um, now if you're unwilling to take action on it, then it really doesn't matter what type of job you want. And it really doesn't matter on, on some of this clarity piece. If you're not willing to push past some of those, those fears, um, and, and take action on some of these things, even though it will be hard, then that's a different problem. That's a different problem. And you need to address that first before you can really address what it is that you want to be doing and then go do it. So, you know, I, I get that type of question all the time, but in, in this case, you know, I, I know that because she was asking questions of people that are well into their thirties, forties and fifties. And, and I want to say she's like in her twenties or something along those lines. So that was a, that was a good sign for me, you know, as, as I was sending her an email back. Um, the other thing I pointed out to her is that even if she's looking at only the amount of debt alone, debt makes people more miserable than any type of job that they're in just about every time. Because what debt does is it takes away your choice about what you're doing and ends up trapping you into different jobs. And a lot of people feel like they can't go anyplace because they have debt associated with it. It's not, it's not like they literally can't do it or can't figure out how a lot of times it really restricts what they feel are their opportunities because I can't, you know, I don't feel like I can go do a, a business right now, uh, because I've got this car payment and I've got this mortgage and I've got all these other things and these bills and I've got little kids and you know, whatever else. So I feel like I'm going to do that someday. You know, I, I just got that. I just got like several variations of that email in the last, last week. Um, you know, so I, I'm going to put off what I really want to be doing and what I know I really want to be doing because, uh, I've got all these other things, but I'm not making these other things go away. So, you know, in, in her case, you know, even if, even if they were both bad options for her, which clearly one is a much, much better option. She already knows that it's, it's that she knows it's a better option. She's just afraid of making that choice. Um, you know, I would steer people clear away from that debt because that is going to limit your ability to make those moves in so many more ways than what you understand. It, it takes away that choice. And then that is hands down one of the biggest things that traps people in careers that they don't want to be doing. Um, and, and that was it for me too. You know, that was, that was a big reason for me. You know, I talk about the story all the time where I, you know, I got laid off, I got fired. They called it laid off, but I was, you know, they should have fired me. Yeah. They should have called it fired. They gave me severance, whatever. Um, and that was, that sucked. It was terrible. But the reason why I didn't leave, if I'm being real honest with myself was because I just taken on a mortgage, you know, we had, um, just taken on a bunch of new bills, everything else. And that's, that's exactly what happened. And then I was ended up in that trapped place too. And then fortunately they released me. <laughs> Otherwise I'm not sure that I would have done it, you know, at, the, at that same time. So really glad it happened, but I don't want you to have to get fired to get released from your job that you, you hate. Um, you know, that sucks. It's not cool. It's not that fun. So one of the easiest ways to do that is not by taking, is by taking on uh, very little debt and and not having a bunch of that so that you don't get trapped and it doesn't restrict your options. Um, 
Okay, so let me let me go into a different one here. I really want to talk about this other one because it is something that comes up again and again and again and again, a whole bunch of different ways. So this other one isn't so much a question, but it's a fear that a lot of people have in a and um, something that happens um, regularly to me too. I would say so. People look at other people's careers and they're like, "Hey, there's no way that I could do that." Yeah, that would be nice, but there's no way that I could do that. So this was uh, this was actually a comment um, that was on a on a blog someplace. And, it, and somebody made the offhand comment. And it was relating to something else, but they said, "Hey, I always wanted to be Samantha Brown or Anthony Bourdain, but uh, but who doesn't?" And uh, you know, I knew who Anthony Bourdain was. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a pretty well renowned chef, and he's done a lot of different things. You know, he. He was a chef at a well-known restaurant, and then he wrote a pretty famous book uh, a number of years later, and and you know, um, whole whole bunch of other stuff as it relates to to food. Uh, Samantha Brown, uh, I I didn't know who she was at the time, but you know, similar similar perspective. Both of those people started with where you're at. Both of those people started not being huge successes in their arena. So great example of this is Anthony Bourdain. You know, he's like 57, 58, you know, nearing 60 now, but he actually graduated cooking school in 1978 and really didn't start to get any kind of notoriety until, uh, you know, way, way later. It was a, it was a long time later. I want to say it was like 20 years later. And then, you know, that was a point in time where he became a head chef at, at a well-known restaurant and it took him literally 20 years to, uh, to be able to just get there. And then from that point, you know, he wrote, uh, wrote his famous book uh, a few years after that, and then really started taking off and then got all kinds of different TV opportunities and uh, you name it. And that's where he got really famous with the public. Um, and so I, I, you know, told, told this person that, Hey, I, I want to be Debbie Downer. Uh, but you've got to, you've got to be able to put in the work and, you know, I bet a lot of us, if that was really our goal and we defined that early on, I bet a lot of us could do this in less than 20 years. You know, we look at Anthony Bourdain um, and say, hey, look, it, it took 20 years. But if if he really understood what it was that uh, that he was after and everything like that, he probably could have done it in less too. Um, but his was a little bit more, you know, squiggly line type career. And and he kind of bounced around a bunch of different stuff. Uh, before he started getting clear on what uh, what he enjoyed, and then eventually got that head chef spot, and and you know wrote the decided he wanted to write a book and all of these other things later on. So you know the thing that uh, that I would point out here is you know, he he went out and he ran a whole bunch of restaurants and he worked for a bunch of other restaurants for years and years. And he had a bunch of experiences, had a bunch of failures, had a bunch of screw ups and a whole mess of other stuff along the way. So the question that I would put out to you is for you, you know, maybe you don't want to be a cook. Maybe you don't want to go to cooking school. Maybe you don't want to be a, you know, on a TV cooking show or whatever else. Right. Uh, but what are your restaurants? You know, what are those places where you can get in there and you can screw up some stuff and you can get some experiences that uh, that you want that are going to get you where you want to go later? And again, you know, having the clarity on where you want to go is is going to be particularly helpful because like you can't just jump in the car and, you know, if, if you don't know that your destination is Oklahoma, like if you just jump in the car and you just start driving, um, 
you're you might end up in Oklahoma, but you might end up in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, two completely different places. But if you if you define that destination in advance, you can plan out the quickest route to get there if you know that's where you want to go. So I want you to figure out that, hey, yeah, I want to go to Pennsylvania or yeah, I want to go to Oklahoma or Montana or or wherever else. And I want you to be able to say that in advance. And, you know, once you're able to do that, then you can, then you can start doing the research. You can jump on Google and you can, you know, look at Google maps and say that, okay, there's four different routes to be able to get there. And I want to take this one because I want to take the scenic view uh, or I want to take this one because I want to take the quickest way to be able to get there. Um, but you can start choosing the thing that's right for you after you know a little bit about what the destination is. And now here's the funny thing, the way that it works with careers is you don't even have to know exactly what the job title is. You don't even have to know exactly what, um, you know, exactly what the, uh, business title is or exactly what you're going to sell or something along those lines. You don't have to know that you just have to know enough of what it is that you want or what's important to you that you can look for those opportunities and take advantage of those opportunities instead of pass them by when you see them throughout the rest of your life. But if you don't get clear on what's important to you, those opportunities are going to fly right by you and you're never going to, you're never going to know. Um, you know, when I started happening to your career, I, I, one of the first things that happened after I made the decision that, uh, Hey, I wanted to start helping people in careers. Um, and one of those very, very first things that happened was I got an email a couple of days later, might even been a week later saying, Hey, we're looking for somebody to be able to speak about careers at, uh, at this event. It was like a finance event or something along those lines. And it was in Seattle, Washington. And, you know, I would have totally said no, because it's Seattle's like a three hour drive. And I'm like, I'm not driving to Seattle for three hours or whatever, but I just recently gotten clear on, Hey, I want to help people in careers. And even though I didn't know exactly how I was going to do that, and even though I didn't know exactly what I'd be selling and, and everything else, I, I knew that I wanted to help people in careers and had enough of that clarity to be able to say, wow, okay, that's an opportunity. That's a way that I can get in there. That's one of those restaurants where I can have some failures and screw ups along the way. I'm going to take advantage of this. So I emailed the person back and you know got on the speaking roster and went in and, and did that event. And that was where you know, I got there and, and realized that, hey, I love this. You know, I called Alyssa on the way back and said, wow, you know, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And got some of that validation and got even a little bit more clear on, on that as I got some more feedback. And, and that's what I want you to be able to do too. You know, first of all, know that you're not just going to immediately get there and it's not going to be perfectly clear. And you're not going to have that job title, a business title, and exactly the business model and business plan. And that's okay. But you've got to get to that, uh, that first level of clarity, which is understanding what it is that you want. Then you can start acting on it and, you know, you can figure out where your restaurants are and how you can get in there and how you can get some of those experiences along the way. So, um, and, and it's okay to think about it like that. You know, a lot of people don't, uh, are very, very worried about having, you know, having that job title and having it all figured out before they start. And the reality is it doesn't work like that. So, um, get in there, get started. Okay. Last one, last one. And you know, this is from Jim and it says, Hey, you know, thanks for, thanks for the email. I'm feeling pretty devote, demotivated. Blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling pretty demotivated and miserable right now. 
that's not what Jim wrote. I just, you know, can't talk this morning, I guess. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty demotivated and miserable in my work right now. I'm not playing to my strengths and I dream of a life where I enjoy what I do every day and feel that I'm really good at what I'm doing. I feel trapped by my job and by my situation. And I really want to make a change, but I have no idea which direction to go. I just feel overwhelmed and unable to make decisions for the better. And I would appreciate any advice you can give me. Many thanks. So after getting tons of emails like this, that is actually the reason why we created that free course that I you know, keep bringing up here and everything like that. Um, but the easiest way to enroll in that free course, first of all, I'll tell you, since I've been mentioning it here, uh, is the same thing I mentioned at the front side of the episode. You can just pause right now and you can text HTYC to 38470 and you know it'll send you a, send you a text where you can um, enroll right there. Like it'll ask for your name and, and your email and then it'll just enroll you in the course after that. And you know that course helps you go through and get clarity and get um, very clear on some of those things that we just talked about, but what you actually want in your life and what your strengths are and, and all of these other things. And, and as soon as you do spend a little bit of time understanding that, that allows you to start to move forward. So like Jim's situation right here you know, is not playing to his strengths, dream of a life where I enjoy what I do every day and what I'm really good, but feeling trapped and, you know, really want to make a change, but just no idea where to start, where to go. You know, that's, that's where you've got to start. You've really got to get, uh, really got to, first of all, get to that clarity. Then it becomes really, really possible. But let's say that, you know, Jim finds out that, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for a job, really enjoy working with other people, or I'm looking for a business, whatever it is. You know, I'm looking for a job, really looking with, with other people. Um, I really absolutely love helping people with technology. And in particular, I really love, you know, being able to create different types of solutions to do that. Um, you know, if, if that's the case and Jim discovers that, then all of a sudden it becomes very, very possible to start reaching out to different types of, you know, companies that allow that to happen and have a need for that. And that might be software as a service companies where, you know, he gets to spend time working with, uh, working with different businesses, you know, helping customize the solution for that, you know, that particular type of thing and where he gets to use that creative side and be able to help customers that really have a definitive need, um, and, and then work with them in that capacity. Uh, and then if, if he knows that, then it becomes very, very easy to say, okay, you know, how do I reach out to the people that can hire me and how do I start to build some relationships there so that when they have a need, um, I can, I can be the first on their list. And you know, that, that becomes very, very easy to be able to get some of those jobs without even having to interview in some cases or formally interview, I guess I should say, or without even having to like put in an initial application, um, but if you don't have that level of understanding of what it is that you might want to do, even if it's not associated with the job title, even if you just have this, uh, this vague idea that matches up with your strengths and, and talents and, and what you want out of a career and the type of you know, environment that you want to work in and all these other things, even if you just got you know, a basic idea of that, that still allows you to move forward and start targeting where you can get that job. Or let's say it's a business. You know, if it's a business, then you can say that okay, that's one of the things that I love. You know, how can how can I actually spend more time doing that and helping people that have that need 
or businesses that have that need to, to actually do that. And then you could start to create, you know, what's that value proposition and who am I going after? Who am I targeting and who really has this as a problem where they'd be willing to pay for it and it allows you to start moving forward. So, you know, that's, that's the type of thing that you can do. You know, you can, you can text us to a, enroll in, in that course to start to get that level of clarity. Um, or shoot, just drop me an email. If you've got, uh, got specific questions along the way, Scott at happened to your career.com. Uh, the other place where you can find, uh, find that course is go to figure it And, you know, I, I want to tell you that I hope this was helpful. This is a, this is an experiment in format, but this is something a lot of people have been asking for. And I've had this suggestion a number of times, just take some of the stuff that people are saying, people are asking, and then put it on the podcast. So that's exactly what I've done today. It might be a dismal failure. It might be that it really actually helps you. I would love to hear either way. Drop me an email, Scott at happened to your career, and just tell me, yay, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, didn't like it at all. You know, go back to go back to your regular stuff, and, or absolutely loved it. Was really really helpful to hear. You know what other people are asking. Uh, but love to hear from you. I really appreciate you spending your time with us. You know that's awesome. I every single time I you know think about it that uh, you know, so many people are spending their time. You know, sometimes an hour or more for some of our episodes. And, and that, uh, that you're getting value from it. I am extremely thankful. I absolutely love that. So drop me an email and, you know, let me know whether you like this or not, but we want to keep practicing what we preach and <laughs> we want to keep, uh, keep you trying new things. We want to keep trying new things and getting outside of our comfort zone too. That's what causes us to experience growth. That's what makes us better. And you know what, if you loved it, here's the other thing I'd ask. If you want to take just a moment, go ahead and go over to iTunes, you know, search HTYC and leave us an honest rating and review. We love those. We appreciate it. It helps more people find the show. It helps us uh, be able to reach more people that want to do work that they love, that are having those same struggles that we talked about today. And it, it allows us to be able to help them and, and get where they want to go. So we also want to do the same thing for you. So we do really appreciate it. Thanks so much. If you still don't know what it is that you want to be doing and you're still not doing work that uh, allows you to be able to leverage your strengths or you don't even know exactly what your strengths are, then you've got to check out our free email course that helps you figure out what it is that you want to do. We've had hundreds of people go through this course at this point and I've gotten numerous emails um, almost on a daily basis now uh, about people saying, hey, you know, I can't believe you don't charge for this. You should put a donation button on here, all kinds of stuff like that. But really what it does, it helps you uh, take some of that overwhelm that you're experiencing about all of those options out there and instead put it down on paper to get an idea of what you should be doing. All you have to do is be able to text HTYC to 38470. That's HTYC to 38470. Just follow the text and we'll get you enrolled. Mm-hmm.